Hey guys, thanks for joining the Football Almost Daily podcast. Hello everyone, <laughs> well, welcome to Football Almost Daily, where we, uh, where we're just... Talk about football, don't we? Yeah, we're just falling over because uh, Ian's wondering why he's got to pay £8 to, to, per match to watch Torquay in the Bananarama League. <laughs> That's definitely the league there, right? Yeah, I, wait. I, I think it's Bananarama, but Bananarama. I wish it was the Bananarama. Well, I mean, I'm I'm actually pretty close though. Mm. Ban- Bananarama. Yeah, but yeah, I'd agree with you. Eight pound a game is steep, steep to watch the Bananarama League for sure. Well, I mean, it, is, it doesn't really compare, does it? Because what's Norwich? Ten quid a game. Ten quid on iFollow. So do you have to pay for the season ticket and then the... Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's just 10 quid a game. Yeah. Well, I haven't paid for any of it because I don't subscribe to this pay-per-view shit, which, um, yeah, funny old week for that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think £15 a game. Some people don't care. Some people are outraged. I mean, more the latter category as a, as a subscriber to Sky who already pays enough for Fli- football. Fli- and ripped uh, off a little yeah. bit. And uh, I know what they're saying, that these are fixtures that wouldn't have been on the TV. But are they always going to be fixtures that wouldn't have been on the TV? Or are they going to slyly shift the old money makers into the pay-per-view category from here on out, do we think? you know, I think it's sometimes when they say it's a short-term thing, what they actually mean... Is this a trial run? Yeah, and if it flies, let's see how it goes and see. Then how much we're we going to bodge everyone up the arse for as yeah. much money as we can get off. Can we continue to rip people off, or will they get wise to it? Nope, they're, <laughs> they're not wise to it. They're still giving us money. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, they're paying the fifteen quid. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Let's let's go for it. Let's uh, stream all our own games. Um, yeah. So that that's sorry. It's been quite a soulless week for football, really. And all in all, the uh, sort of. All the projects around projects about big pictures, presumably. Is that where they're going to start showing pictures. it on IMAX or something? Uh, uh, no, it's uh, uh, that, well, that would be good, wouldn't it? No, it's um, uh, I, don't I know. genuinely I... thought that when I saw it. Though. Yeah, it's like, big picture, brilliant. <laughs> it's coming to the cinema. It's kind of risky putting it on the yeah. cinema, isn't it? When people are not supposed to mix, like... yeah, Man United and Liverpool coming to a cinema near you. Can you socially distance better a at a cinema than you can in a football round? Apparently, you can. Yeah, well, apparently you can socially distance indoors watching it on television or in a pub or something, I suppose, rather than you can going to a football ground. They should just show it at work, really, because you can. They should just put it on everybody's eye watch. Yeah. They? Just have a look. Well, oh, I'm just thinking, oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. There are no limits to how many people you can have in your workplace. Surely, just show no, work. Good point. That is a very good point. I like that. Amalgamating work and home life would be fantastic. Do you reckon if they did show it on at the cinema, it would be on your Odeon Limitless? Um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. I'm not au fait on that. Um, no, I, I don't know. All I know is. Um, Let's say it's it's called Project Big Picture. On do you reckon they came up with that when they were there was like a big picture of money or something? Big picture of Scrooge McDuck diving into his <laughs> his treasure chest of coins. Yeah. Ah, that big picture. How do we end up in that position? Let's, I think uh, these billionaires were just jealous that all the other billionaires had made so much money, and they were like, "How can we scam these poor people for even more of their money?" I know. I've got yeah. a good idea. It's kind of elitist, isn't it? Like, how do we stay... Now that we're at the top, how do we stay at the top if we can't do it on the football pitch? Yeah. How about we stay at the top by 
closing the box so that we're always at the top no matter what happens I think that's where it'd go there's is people say oh it's you know it's not going that way now but every journey has a first step and I think the first steps were way back to like possibly a closed league of some description where those teams have their place no matter what so um, is that the argument you, is well the, the the lower league clubs are going to die without the money but are they not going to die anyway once you realize that if it becomes a closed league at the top and you can't get there then who the bloody hell is going to follow any of these lower league teams yeah. the new fans are going to be drawn to the teams so, who are play, it'd be like the nfl in it like a yeah. closed or like the mls in america where it's a a closed league and you have to apply with the paperwork etc yeah, I keep thinking that like Prime would be really good like Amazon Prime if they jumped in like they and bought the premiership or whatever and had all the rights but actually I think what would be more interesting I don't know if it's set up the lower leagues because you're saying that everyone's going to start leaving the Premier League if it gets like out of hand in terms of money oh, I don't know I mean, that I'm... well no, no but then they might start <clears throat> watching lower leagues so is there anything mm. set up for the league below like who owns those rights? Could uh, could Amazon Prime just swoop in and be like, "Here you go, guys!" Like every time well, somebody watches your team, you're gonna get a certain amount of money. Yeah, I mean, like Sky show the championship, don't they? I think it is probably moving into a place where things are on demand. But yeah, so, so imagine you're talking about that kind of service. But the thing is, they did that in Italy, to my knowledge. They gave e each club basically negotiates their own TV rights, yeah. their own whatever, and then you pay a subscription fee and you can watch all the games. But what that did was kill the crowds. Yeah. So, but then the crowds started to stay at home and watch it on telly but, rather than so, come to the ground. Yes, but at the moment, surely some money is better than no money because if Pete, you aren't able to go to the ground, but you're able to pay. So one thing it is like if Prime swooped in and took like the four lower leagues before uh, under the Premier League and we're like right we're doing signing everyone up to Prime, so we're every time somebody watches you we're going to give you a certain amount of money. Mm. That would drastically change everything because all these football fans would start being like hang on a minute so I get this free with my Amazon Prime and I can watch any game from the four lower leagues. Why am I paying for Sky? Fuck that! Like I think that would no, massively that. help. And then all those lower leagues would start getting more money. So they'd get to buy more players. And that would definitely shake up the Premier League because they'd be like, yeah. oh shit. Like, I think that, that probably people aren't really too fussed about the money bailouts and scrapping the EFL Cup and the Community Shield or even the reduction of the league. I think it's the amount of power and sway that the clubs want. And there's there's the argument, okay, well, people really like, we call it, don't we, the plum ties. I just said, are they going to shunt the plum ties to... You know, Man City v Liverpool, people are going to be more interested in than, no offence, but Sheffield United v Fulham or something. You know, they're, obviously that is the case. But Liverpool bought their players from other clubs, didn't they? Like clubs yeah. develop players, then they buy them or they sell them on to the, the so-called bigger clubs. We could say the richer clubs, the traditionally more successful clubs. Surely it is precisely that. But now the EFL also, not EFL, sorry, I do beg your pardon, but uh, Ferran Soriano came up with the idea of B teams. I mean, that really is the death knell for the lower leagues, isn't it? Because if you have the B teams in there, then they're their own feeder clubs, then they're their own developmental, you know, team, lower league developmental team, and they feed them straight into their team. They haven't got to pay for them. Then, you know, it's... 
I don't know. I, I just don't like it. I think all in all, this past week has seemed to be a huge power play mm. on See, behalf of the richer clubs in the league who they don't want. It seems they want uh, some sort of say in takeovers as well. And I guess that makes sense because they're only thinking about it. We're, we're all out here, the fans who are watching it, we're thinking about it in sporting terms. Like, mm. well, it's not really sporting, is it? It's not principally very nice to charge people fourteen ninety five a game, no matter what, dependent on the situation, especially when they, you know, on principle, it just seems a bit dirty and a bit money-grabbing and a bit whatever, doesn't especially it? Especially when they know that people have not got as much money as they used to. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the, the these teams kind of putting together this package and saying, yeah, we'll kind of bung some money at the FA, we'll bung some money down the leagues, we'll ensure you get a quarter of whatever revenue comes through before. But on the other hand, we then get to say that our supremacy is unchallenged. You know, it's kind of like that, isn't it? Because effectively, as far as I understand it, a billionaire could not walk up and say, right, I'm going to buy, who did we just say? Sheffield United. I mean, Fulham are owned by a billionaire, but Sheffield United, say. Uh, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to buy Sheffield United, I'm going to turn them into a top, top team. The fear of the top teams, as they stand at the minute, is that like another Leicester will happen. You know, they've got the past few seasons, Leicester have closed in, Wolves are closing in, you know, Villa look decent. There's this nucleus of teams, Everton are getting back in there, that are now starting to maybe push them. A little bit harder, and obviously the failed Newcastle. Sporting point of view, it's brilliant because it's competition. But if you're a businessman, which all these people are, it doesn't make any business sense to to denigrate your brand by leaving it open to dropping down the division or whatever. It makes perfect business sense, but it's absolutely antithetical to what the sport is and why Mm. the fans watch it. It's against entirely against the spirit of the game. So we're but saying watch lower leagues. We're saying um, don't stand for it. And thankfully, it seems like a lot of the fans are are not on board with it. They don't they don't want it. I, I don't think the power play should be there. Um, but I think in in ev- some things are inevitable. And with the rise of on demand TV and streaming services and things like that. It was only a matter of time, surely. I did like that tweet that you'd showed me. What was it? Talksport said about mm-hmm. like Netflix owning how much money, and if all the clubs came together and yeah. worked out, like there'd be so many people that pay ten pound a month. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's it. What do you want? How do you want your football at home? I mean, would you rather pay like as the Premier League have a an online subscription service, and you can not only you know all the stuff that Sky does, you can you can have access to any Premier League season and watch the games from it. You can have all that sort of bump and stuff. I think and they underestimate the amount of people that would actually buy that. They'd yeah, if you, like you say, if you made it £10 a month yeah, and centralised it all in one place, would people buy that? Because you think you're only providing a service for like half a year as well. Mm. Just loads of people are going to forget to cancel it. Yeah. Well, in the off-season, you would hopefully have something like... You'd replay you know, if matches. Cl- if the clubs have a participation in this, you'd yeah. either replay matches or you'd show the friendlies. Or, or try and get in the training grounds and 
Yeah, and then they'd be open to more documentaries, the kind of likes that Ooh. we've been seeing and things like that. So you'd, you know, uh, th that seems to be the way it is going. And why would the clubs not jump on board with that? I think the real crux of it, at the very bottom of it, is this stuff about having control that we vote this and it stands. We can veto takeovers. We could basically they then have the ability to tell any of the lower league clubs what they were doing yeah. and all that. Well, maybe these big six like can that. just like fuck off and make their own league of six and then everybody yeah. else could just form and then... Maybe they could fuck off to the European Super League that has been much muted and do that instead. Yeah. And, you know... We'll form a new league, a better league. Yeah. Uh, um, Call it Division One. I think one thing about it is there's many sides to it. We're trying to look at some of them. Like Sam, I'm not trying to give it complete short shrift. I understand where people are coming from when they say my club makes X amount and your club makes next to nothing mm. in a comparison. So why should we get the same money? But they, but they would do it on like how Spotify would ever do. So like Spotify pay their ass on listens. Yeah. So you do it on people that watch. So you'd give them half. So if there's a football game, a hundred thousand people watched it. Yeah. Each club would get I, half of the amount of. I think what they'd have to do is have like a free tier or something as well. Or like an ad version. Because otherwise, anyone that watches it, you're gonna watch. Unless you're a fan of that team, nobody's gonna choose to watch a game. I'm sorry, Sheffield United, Fulham. Nobody's gonna pick that game of if there are ten games on a week. You don't want to pick that one, are you, to watch? Unless they're staggered times still. Yeah, the ad thing would be quite easy to do as well because, I mean, the Americans do it well and, like, American mm. football, don't they, where you could literally have adverts that are, like, a couple of, not, like, a couple of seconds, but, like, five, ten seconds long. So, yeah. like, if the ball goes out for a corner, advert quickly. Or, like, yeah. penalty, like, advert quickly. Like, those things would generate a lot of money as well for yeah. the clubs, so... But that's it. And then I, I suppose the only way you'd do it is whoever got promoted to the Premier League, how would you do that, I suppose? In keeping with the site, do the Premier League then own the rights and whoever gets promoted, they whoever gets relegated, they bum out of the streaming service? Oh, uh, maybe. I like the NFL streaming service uh, or something like that. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that because each league would kind of want their own. Unless I, all the leagues club together yeah. and make a football streaming service. Well, this is what I'm thinking. And whereby they all have a participation in it. So your club moves up and down the divisions. It doesn't make any difference. Which is quite why I like my comment of the Amazon thing. Yeah. Why would and they not? does that not ensure TV rights? Because they're all going to be paid, as you say, yeah. their TV package. Yeah, because the the fan the clubs that have more fans are obviously going to have more viewers, so they're going to get more money, which makes sense. I could, do you know what? I really want Amazon to do that. I think they should just sack off the Premier League mm. like conversations or whatever, and they should just go yeah. for all of the bottom. Either four. that, or they're all concentrated. Yeah, and then you do it by your team. So I pay ten pound a month to watch all the Norwich games, and then if I want to watch Liverpool, I have to pay another ten pound a month to watch Liverpool. Yeah, or they could or have whatever. a couple of tiers, so it could be like an ad version, and then like a, a club tier. So you know, you're saying you pay ten pound a month and you only watch Norwich games, and then like a premium package where you pay like twenty or thirty quid a month and you can watch any games. Yeah, that I like that. I like those ideas. It's a shame they'll never happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really anyway, agree. that was probably not quite the FPL start that we were going for, but yeah, I thought that was a bit of a bizarre week in football. It's a bit of a sad week in some ways. 
I mean, if they scrap the AFL Cup, fucking hell, that's all we've won. <laughs> that's the most major trophy we've won. Well, scrap the bastard. Brilliant. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, you guys, I mean, everyone's having their say all over Twitter, aren't they? Um, but you can always let us know if you, if you want to join that particular conversation, what you think. Are you opposed? Are you for it? What do you think about a Premier League or football streaming service? Could that be the way round? Um, could that be the way that everybody gets a fair cut of the pie or yeah. a proportional cut of the pie? Um, dependent on what you do, will it also help keep perhaps you know the money in football a little bit more in check? Um, I like it. What about three o'clock kickoffs? You've still got you've still got to protect the crowds. Everybody will want their games to be like you won't want a three o'clock kickoff if it's not going to make you any money, will you? If they're protected, you'll want as few three o'clock kickoffs as possible wait, wait, wait. when Exp you're doing a wait. streaming service. Explain why. Why do you need to protect them? Three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday are protected so that fans go to the games. Okay, so isn't the big thing at the moment as well though with like the virus that there's no not many people going to the stadium? So yeah. I don't understand that at the moment. That logic doesn't make any sense, does it? Well the thing is, would you well it's not on at the moment because of that, but would you when fans can go back to the ground, would you still protect those three o'clock kickoffs? And if so, you can't change the three o'clock kickoffs, or like Man City can't have, you know, thirty three o'clock kickoffs and ten other times mm. on a Saturday, or twenty five three o'clock kickoffs, and Liverpool have twenty three o'clock kickoffs. They get five extra games worth of streaming money. Oh, I see what you mean. So you have it... to figure it out so that it was proportional also to how many three o'clock kickoffs you had to play home and away. So it kind of takes a bit of working out from that perspective, I guess. Mm, does it? So does it affect the lower league teams as much? Because yeah, you would... can't do it for any league. Uh... On Saturday, Saturday so... three o'clock. You cannot yeah. televise any of those games. Under normal circumstances. Because what I'm thinking is at the moment as well, like some of these lower leagues, if, if this always was to go ahead, like the stadium sizes aren't big enough. Yeah. But if you offered a premium service of like, we said £20 a month, you could watch whatever you wanted, you're going to watch some of the lower league games and they might end up getting I'm, more fans. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it'd be a lot more than that. I reckon yeah, I know, if I'm you just had like a streaming numbers. service, yeah, yeah. it would be sort of like £50, £60 if you were to watch everything. Oh yeah, we're just guessing numbers. But even that, so that's going to... Yeah be good for the lower league teams that only have really small stadiums but I get what you're saying it's yeah what but they'd have all the plum ties that's what I mean if it's in one place like you said if Amazon did it or something I mean Sky do do some streaming because you can match choose so it's a stream you just yeah. red button and you pick the match we did it with Norwich two seasons back where they pretty much any stadium that had cameras or any club that offered a stream they would add it and then you could watch it if you want. I think anything but that shakes up the Premier League, the Sky Sports and BT is a good thing. Yeah. So they just need to try it. And I really want it to be Amazon or Netflix. Yeah. Netflix could easily jump in there. They've got all the services as well. Wouldn't yeah. take much for them to go. Uh, Netflix now do sport. Fuck it. I'd probably give that a go. Yeah. yeah. Dis or Disney. Don't Disney own ESPN in... Yeah. America, so they yeah, can they do, yeah. fucking jump on that easy. Anyone could jump on it really if they wanted to. They buy the football. Yeah, I think it'd have to be a big company. It would have to be like yeah. an Amazon, or Netflix, or a Disney, or Apple. 
They're yeah. fucking rich as anything. I mean, I suppose the only thing you have to say about it in terms of it all being centralised is they can then charge whatever they want. Whereas with like BT and Sky, there is some competition between them for viewers. Yeah, but I think they're just screwing themselves over at the end of the day because they're just tacking all of these cheap, like, the box office things, uh, mm. cash cow. Like, it was supposed to make it fairer, wasn't it? The whole BT Sky mm. Sports thing was supposed to be fairer for everyone. And mm. so they couldn't monopolize it. And each to, of them were doing their own monopolizing of shit. So like, to be honest, though, I live next door to my brother-in-law. He pays for BT. I yeah. pay for Sky. So if you live in the same town as somebody with BT, you don't go around there and watch BT. So you're not paying for it anyway in a lot of ways. I do get all the football mm. if I want to. But if people are having to, if they want to watch all the football, having to pay for two services instead mm. of the one that it was before. Yeah. And it probably is costing them more money. It could make it a lot more money, but it could make it a lot more interesting. And ultimately, in the end, surely it's going to happen, isn't it? Like, ah, it's horrible. Money in football is ruining it, isn't it? Too much money, sorry, in football is ruining it. I should... Uh, Know, I'm liking the Bridget. idea of uh, lower league shit now. I'm liking the idea of if the sporting integrity is protected. So that Liverpool, Man United, Tottenham Hotspur, Arsenal, Chelsea and Manchester City. They have to... They are the big six because they're good enough. Because they're the big six. Not because the rules say they're the big six or behind the scenes they've got more power than the other clubs or... It's they're the big six because they were the best six clubs on the football pitch that season or any season. Mm. But that's where their fear is because the gap is narrowing between them, Leicester, Everton, would have been Newcastle if their takeover had gone through, Villa, Wolves, you know, they're under threat. And so they're trying to head it off before it gets there, in my opinion. That's the way I see it anyway. I think everyone is uh, panicking and scrambling to try and keep hold of as much money as possible, especially with the like current climate. They're like, fuck, how, like, no one's got as much money as they used to. How can we keep mm. as much profit as we can? And I think these moves are a way for them to do that, keep money, screw people over. I think it's a that's a fair assessment. Mm. And on that note, anyway, we could devote even more time to this, but let's not. Let's head straight into the FPL this week. It is back! Uh, after internationals, of course, we've got just one more round. And I believe last time out, we said we we're probably going to keep the same teams. And we urged perhaps caution to one another, and maybe to you guys at home, about the use of your transfers because we've got, you know, covid cases and injuries etc etc uh, a couple of big ones actually um have come out and that is kevin de bruyne is a big doubt for the arsenal game um, wait there was only 75 percent chance of playing or not of yeah playing. i think he i don't know that I think, normally means I think he play, might play anyway yeah like i'm what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna leave him in and then put my first substitute whoever i want on the bench so that they you know, ping in, in in that case. A little bit like Son players did last time out. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo tested positive for the old COVID. Mm. Um, I think he hugged nearly all of the France team, didn't he? And 
yeah. most of the Portuguese team, which are there's quite a few of them in the Prem as well as quite aren't a few the uh, the rules though if if it's not SP fifteen minutes or it doesn't count, so that's why. Uh, well, I think <laughs> I've been tested. Yeah, yeah. Only strikes watching his watch. Old COVID. That's the joke um, in it though. That like you have to be around for fifteen minutes, otherwise you don't get it, or you, your yeah. chances increase. You're like, well, that doesn't fucking make any sense. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's that's where they're at. So uh, are the Portuguese boys going to be um, missing, and the French boys? Who knows? Maybe they'll come out over the next few days. So who's so. it you said? Arsenal guys and Wolves guys. Uh, no, um, French, the French guys and the Wolves guys. So France have got some players around yeah. the league. Uh, Arsenal, Giroud, Kante, Pogba. Oh yeah, okay, so, yeah. And then you said French, and I instantly the, thought of Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> I was like Arsenal guys, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, that's traditionally yeah um, and then Portuguese players a lot of them play for Wolves yes yeah, so, so they could be fucked oh, Neves, good, good job we don't have two Moutinho, of those Semedo yeah a few, <sighs> quite a few um, yeah so any of those guys uh, look into it see who you've got who may be ah, not playing but hang on to the transfer if you come this long Hang on to it a bit longer. Just let these last round of fixtures drift inexorably by. Leave it as close as you can. I know we're talking about price changes. Unless you desperately need and have accounted for that point one, either this way or that, then don't worry about it. Don't worry about a price change. Just hang tight. Don't cost yourself an unnecessary four points. Um... That's what I'd say anyway, and that's what I'm doing. I'm not going to cost myself an unnecessary four points. So I would rather pay the extra point one or lose the extra point one and make a transfer nearer the time. You'll well, soon gain that back without even realising. Yeah, well, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I don't really know what to do. We're sort of thinking of hanging tight with the madness of this season so far. Um, got a really good team. I don't want to interfere too much if mm. I don't have to. I have, yeah, I have no idea what to do. I think we both said the same thing. Get rid of Fernandez, but Son in. Yeah, but that was a thought. It's fucking risky. It is playing Newcastle. And I've made the decision the wrong way around every time in the last four games. So I'm thinking... Yeah. I mean, on paper, my team, right? McCarthy, Robertson, Alexander-Arnold, Castagne, Rodriguez, Fernandez, Neto, Click, De Bruyne, Jimenez, Brewster, and then on the bench, Forster, Ings, Dunn, Mitchell, as it stands. I haven't actually picked my team for this week, so Ings might well be in there against Chelsea away, but... On paper, you'd say, well, there's nothing wrong with that team. Should be some points in the bag, uh, good fixtures. But is the season going to pick up from the madness that it left off with last time? That's what we're going to have to find out. And so in some ways, I'm a little tempted just to hang tight anyway, save that second transfer. Yeah. And That's the thing. It's going to be all about that, it next week. All that more, all that, all that, all that better. I don't know. It's going to be better next week. If you've got two transfers, you're going to make more of an impact to your team. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. I've said it. Are you like, hanging fire? Do you think you're going to stick with it? You're, I mean... I think I need to. What, what's your team for the people at home? Uh, so I have Patricia. P- Patricia? I Patricia. can't say names. Uh, Arnold, Mitchell, Justin, Castagna, Neto, Fernandez, De Bruyne, Townsend, Ings, and Jimenez. And then just a shitty bench, so... With McCarthy, Bamford, Pereira, and Lewis on the bench mm. again, not bad team there, is it? So, it's all right. yeah, I think it's it's going to be 
a hang tight kind of thing. Everyone's getting a little knee jerk, trying to, you know, do I get Werner in? Do I get De Bruyne out? Do I, get... I mean, in the end, if you just keep chasing it, you're going to end up chasing your tail for the entire season. It's Sometimes you just have to sit, absorb it for a couple of weeks and see how the chips fall. Oh, here we go. De Bruyne is the second most transferred out player. So if we keep him and he plays and does really well, massive yeah. gains. But then Son is the most transferred in. Mm-hmm. So that could be a massive error if we don't get him in. Yeah, and I mean, Ben Chilwell, I don't really understand that one. He had a great game first game out. But I think, was it possibly the Southampton game I had him in last season where they were 9-0? And he was crap after that. Yeah. So it's, you know, do you really want to keep banging out these free transfers, bring them in? I don't know. I mean... Yeah. For me, I'm I'm definitely going to hang fire on him. The thing you said about Kane was really true as well. Oh, Kane and Son tandem. Yeah, but yeah there's li- these little rumblings in that Kane's not quite fit and a, a yeah. little bit of a spat between club and country. So that but... backfire massively, massively for people who've uh, got Son in. Yeah, I mean, there's an easy solution if Kane just comes out and says, I'm fit or I'm not fit. He enjoys playing the game. Yeah. But uh, Jorginho, I mean, he's he's gone up a couple. I think he started at five. He's gone up point two, and he but sounds a pound he is if he's going to play every week in terms of penalties. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Like we said, tough to make recommendations in such a climate. Mm, it's very tricky, isn't it? Yeah, I'm seeing that a lot. On, yeah, there's a lot on Twitter, isn't there? A lot of people transferring this and doing that, and. I don't know, I'd, I'd prefer to wait, personally, and see what happens. I don't like doing it. I've been caught out last season. I got caught out a couple of times. I made a couple of early transfers. I only had one, made the transfer, and then somebody else got injured or ill, or the bloke I brought in got bloody injured, and it was like, oh, for goodness sake. Why is going I end up so having to spend four points, so otherwise wouldn't have to spend. Jimenez is like the 10th most transferred out player. Yeah. Arnold is, uh, Alexander-Arnold is like the ninth. Mm-hmm. It's because they want the money. Ings is gone as well. I've got all of them. And Fernandez is like 15th. So if I keep all of them and they do well, I think big it's games. It's because of their money. Like Alexander Arnold hasn't been getting mega points at the minute. So seven and a half million is a lot to have sunk in someone who's, you know. But then he's not... an average kind of guy. He's a pick for the whole season and he'll gain you a decent average I think of he points. Would. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then. Jimenez has been fairly consistent, but he's 8.6, and you think, well, Calvert-Lewin is 7.5-ish now. Mm. Um, a couple of the other strikers, you know, you've got um, Callum Wilson, it's about 6.8, and Imope is about 6.5, so Ings and Jimenez, when you've got a couple of... It's just freeing up money. But um, anyway, yeah, top wherever tip we is, were, uh, don't do anything. That's our top tip. Our top tip <laughs> is if you can't make a decision, ma- no, alone. not making a decision is still making a decision. Yeah, just leave your team alone, just for one week. It's fine. Leave it alone. See what happens. Yeah, I think that's it. Should we uh, wrap it up, or have you got anything else to talk about? I think about? so. No, I like I that we did our so. rant at the start. I felt better for that. Yeah, that was good. Makes Maybe we should better. do it that way around. Maybe we should do it in the middle next time. Yeah, we could um, put timestamps on it so people can skip the rant <laughs> if they don't care. <laughs> No, I think I think people will uh, be into let's that. Get, let's get to the three-minute window where you talk about FPL in the middle. 
<laughs> well, you talk about how shit your teams are. You don't know what to do. Don't you don't know advice. who you're transferring in and out. You don't recommend anyone. Yeah. You give no advice. Can you imagine if people listened to the whole podcast just for that? And be like, <laughs> and do you know end, what? Yeah. Just keep the team as you've got. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, and I can assure you, this was not a troll broadcast. This is our broadcast. We like to talk about football. We like to talk about FPL, but that don't mean we know a fucking thing about it. Either of them. Just guess. I just mumble my way through shirts. Fine. Yeah. And that, <laughs> and that friends. <laughs> it's episode fifty-four. That, that is what made Britain great. Just bumble on through like you know what you're doing and come out the other side and see where you sat. And here we are, sat chatting to this when uh, we didn't really know if it was still recording or not. So if you've, if you've got nothing at home, I'm very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll upload it. Episode 54 is just nothing. It's just static. How many people would actually tell us? <laughs> I don't know. It depends how many people listen. We don't know. We don't know how many people listen. We don't look up such stats. We're not that vain. There might be nobody listening. No. In which case... Um, we just like the sound of our own voices. Yeah, in which case we're kind of just doing this for our own fun, aren't we? Well, as long as it is fun, and I think it is, then I do. Don't give I do. Care. I'm enjoying myself, and uh, I hope you guys at home, if anybody is out there listening, that you're enjoying it too. And I hope that you have a very good week on FPL. And you don't spend any money on the box office. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, hope, I hope you do. I wish you. As always, we wish you the best in fantasy and in the real world, whether you are following an international team or whenever your club team is back in action. Very best of luck, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Ta-da!